Welcome to Distill the Bourbon Podcast. I'm Brent. I'm here with my co-hosts, Brian and Chuck. Fellas, this is going to be a fun episode. It is. So have you have you guys heard about this place? Uh, what is it called? Buffalo Trace? You ever heard about that one? Trace. Wow. Uh, it rings a bell. Seems like I've heard that before. Well, hey, we're all fans of Buffalo Trace, sure. right? We are, yeah. Chuck, tell us a little bit about the history. Okay, so Buffalo Trace is one of the most historic places in Kentucky in terms of distilling. Uh, some 200 years ago, uh, frontiersmen were distilling at, at what then was referred to as Lee's Town. It's now part of Frankfurt on the Kentucky River. And some of the most famous distillers in, in history and some of the most famous uh, brands have come out of that location. Uh, once upon a time, it was called OFC, uh, depending on what era that was old fire copper or old fashioned copper. Uh, Colonel E.H. Taylor, he's not just a brand. He, he was a real life person and and you know, huge his, uh, historic distiller in the late 19th century, early 20th century. Um, later it became the George T. Stagg Distillery. Uh, now it's known as Buffalo Trace since 1999. So 200 years of uh, distilling experience. Uh, some of the, the buildings, these old brick buildings, they're 75, 100, 120 years old. Uh, at one point they were remodeling one of the buildings for uh, for like a, a, an, an event space, and they discovered, oh, my God, underneath this floor, there are fermentation tanks oh, cool. so or fermentation vats. So it's there's still a lot of mystery. There's a lot of buildings on there. Uh, a lot of the old presidents of the company and, and distillers lived on the property, so like mm-hmm. their souls are really entwined in this Buffalo Yeah, a little property. Albert um- – Blanton started there as an office boy, right? He, he lived across the street or something like that right. and uh, worked his way up to the president. And then, some, uh, some of the great names, E.H. Uh, e. Taylor, Albert Blanton, Elmer T. Lee. Uh, that, once again, they're not just brands. They were real-life yeah. people. They worked on that property. Uh, so there's a lot of opportunity for things to have happened on that property. And uh, we have my friends uh, Greg and Jamie Rish with us today. Uh they happened to, Greg mentioned to me, or maybe Jamie told me about an experience they had. So let me go ahead and ask, did 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 you have any idea that there is belief that Buffalo Trace or parts of Buffalo Trace are haunted? No, we, we had never been there. And uh, actually, I've never taken a distillery tour at all. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you started at the best tour on the planet. We did. We did. Uh, but it and wasn't you had reservations, right? Absolutely not. You're kidding me. No. And you got in the Buffalo Friday. Trace. It was a Friday. On a Friday. 3.30 p.m. Wow. And for most of our listeners out there, if you haven't been, typically you want to book at least a month out. Right. Otherwise, Maybe six weeks. Yeah. Especially on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No way you get in. So you guys get there, you got on a tour. Uh, do you enjoy that tour? We did. We did. So we, we had a late lunch and, and popped in and by chance, a couple of people had canceled. So we got in and we had no idea what we were uh, getting Sweet. into. Was it the general tour? It was the trace tour. The trace tour. Did you even have any idea that it was hard to get in there? Yes, we did. Cause uh, mm-hmm. somebody had been looking for reservations for a while and um, <laughs> yeah, no chance. So I kind of given up. I just wanted to get on the, 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 Beautiful campus, right? 400 acres. I wanted to see it. And and you weren't even up there for bourbon originally. Of course not, Chuck. (laughs) No, actually, we had gone through Frankfurt. Normally, when we we were traveling to Lexington, um, a PGA tournament tournament was happening. And we have a friend that caddies 
for one of the PGA players. And we were also up there to see our daughter and help her. She was moving into a townhome. And so normally we would go, uh, you know, through. Just on the, yeah. Yeah. We take the highway straight to Lexington. The highway straight to Lexington. I-64, yeah. Yes. But that day we had actually gone into Frankfurt because I wanted to go to consignment shop that is there and drop off some clothes. And uh, we just decided to eat lunch and happened to pass Buffalo Trace. And so while we were at lunch, I even looked at, you know, hey, could we get in maybe Sunday? Because I knew he would be excited about it. I personally had never had bourbon. Okay. And, you know, didn't really have a huge interest in the distilleries at the time. So um, it was my first experience at distillery. But Guys, also, do you, do you see the scorecard here? She gets to go to a consignment shop. I get to go to the yeah, distillery. Exactly. But, but honestly, it was my first time even trying bourbon. So I so absolutely loved it. Unbelievable. So, so I'll tell you about that. So you get bit. to you get there and you see this mm-hmm. campus for the first time. Right. You have to be kind of impressed by those old buildings. And absolutely. It's just the the energy spirit, whatever it is that's there. It's mm-hmm. just a very cool place, right? Absolutely. Yes. So tell us about your tour. How did well, it go? Well, the tour was fantastic. Uh, we, we waited a little bit in the in the visitor center, and that is ultimately what we would have been happy to see and to walk mm-hmm. around and with and just see some of the buildings. But uh, when it started, uh, our guide, uh, her name was Ray. Uh, Ray has been doing this for uh, three or four years. She's long been retired, and this is for fun that she does. Uh, she asked everyone in the group to tell where they were from, and Jamie and I were the only two from Kentucky. So it's clear there's a reason why it's sold out all the time. There's a lot of interest, and people do travel to see this. Do you recall who came the farthest? Uh, no, but was, there were some Pennsylvania uh, okay. people and uh, seemed like somebody from Wisconsin as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, she started the tour, and, and she, t- to Chuck's point on, on the history, she walked through the ownership and the periods and, and how it changed uh, and, and how it went from the, the beginning up until the current and uh, some of the history and some of the statistics in regards to how much they make how they do it uh, before we before we took a step into anywhere. She she wanted us to understand the history. Sure, it was really fascinating to hear. I I'm very much enjoyed it, and just seeing once we started the tour the different buildings, um, you know, and she had explained to us how a tornado had came through. Uh, do you remember what year that was? It wasn't that long ago. It was, I believe, about twenty years ago. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah, and how it took that. Uh, roof off. A yeah. Part of the Rick House. Yeah. They actually part have of a, the Rick House. A, a, a Rick House. Yes, a Rick House. And then how they ended up that those barrels got exposed to all of the elements. Mm-hmm. And then they were able to taste that. And it was amazing and bourbon. The, and the yeah. marketing department says, we have solid gold <laughs> yeah, here. We have Tornado right. Survivor Warehouse C right, is right. the warehouse it was in. So. Okay. Warehouse C has a great history. It does. A lot of crazy things have happened yeah. there. So was you, that where the ghost experience was? That would have been no. cool. Oh. It was not. No. Wait, wait, wait. You had a ghost experience. We did. So yes, we did. did you know going in that that Buffalo Trace is supposedly haunted? No, Brent. We had zero idea. No I, I idea. Mean, we just kind of walked in. We had no idea what we were going to see, and we had no idea of any of the history. So you weren't told this on your tour. You just had this experience, and that was the first Brent, I like Buffalo Trace yeah. bourbon, and that's the extent of my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. We just wanted to see the distillery and just learn yeah. a little history. I, I knew Pappy was made there. I knew yeah. that Blanton's was there mm-hmm. and some of the other brands. So, 
So tell, what happened? Well, uh, we, we were on our tour and we were actually a good ways through it. Uh, we had walked through some of the grounds, the barrel house, and then we went into a, uh, a building that was kind of attached to one of the rick houses. And she laughed saying that they built this next to the rick house so that, you know, during prohibition, nobody would really have any idea what was going on behind it. Uh, but it was just a, a very nondescript, maybe a 20 by 40 big open room. And we went, when we went into it, there was no other door to go anywhere else. It was, that was just that. And so she mm-hmm. started to telling the history of, uh, of this particular building. And then she picked someone out from the crowd and asked, asked him to go stand in front of a bookcase. So there was a double bookcase on, on one corner of the room. And she said, well, if you grab it right there and you pull, then I want you to walk down to the first aisle. I want you to turn right, walk 25 paces and stop. And do not let anybody pass you. Everybody else, follow so on we went. He opened the bookcase. Uh, we go into the Rick House. And so Jamie and I were maybe fifth or sixth, seventh in the line. There was only about 18 or so on this group. And so we were in the, the front third, you'd say. And uh, we were about six or eight steps in, and I was slightly ahead of her, you know, a half step ahead of her. And then all of a sudden, somebody's grabbing and tugging at my elbow. And what did Jamie what? say? I really didn't feel, I, I just felt like it was not safe. Okay. I don't know. I just had a feeling when I walked in there that it was just like an eerie feeling. Not safe. Yeah. I just felt, I don't know, just there was just something about the space. Of course, I've never been inside a, a Rick house. They're kind of spooky. Yeah, yeah they and- are. And it was almost like you were in, uh, like I, I was thinking like how I would feel if I were in like a mine shaft or something and like I would be buried alive or whatever. Or maybe like in an attic. Yeah, in an attic. Okay. In a turret. I, absolutely. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Um, but I don't know. I just had a really uneasy feeling just walking in there. And I was just, I don't know. So, yeah, that was as, as soon like immediately like when we walked in. It was just a very uneasy feeling. I didn't disagree with her thought, but I uh, thought the smell of bourbon is in the air. Yeah, see, exactly. it's all okay. Yes, it's, it's, okay. it's definitely there. That's what bourbon lovers, when they walk into a brick house, they say, I'm uh, home. That's right. <laughs> like, where's the candle? No, yeah. not <laughs> me. By the way, the, the record will show that Jamie is uh, drinking uh, white wine while the rest of us are having bourbon yes, products. Yes, indeed. So okay. Yes, indeed. All right. So you keep walking, you, you stop. What? Yeah, so so we all we all get lined mm-hmm. up in uh, one of the aisles. So obviously we're on the lower floor, and, and that that Rick House is one that has vertical ventilation, so you can look up and see the slats, and you can look up and see the upper floors. And so she explains the the various methods in regards to how they age and how the humidity and how they play with the temperature to get what they want. Right. And so she said this is one of you know several methods, but this is that's what this Rick House brings. So she's continuing on with some of the education, and, and she's informing us that. You know, hey, we are in the section that would you know be referred to as you know hopefully someday Pappy, and so she's explaining that. And there's two ladies towards the very front. It wasn't the first guy, but I think it was like say number two and three in line, interrupt and say that barrel was moving. And I, I could tell that the the guide um, wasn't surprised yet, not shaken, and she tried to keep it together best she could, but you know continue on. She said, "Oh, what was it?" You know, and and so. We kept on, and finally she, she got to the end of the, the section she was describing. She said, okay, fair disclosure. It's time to tell you this building has been rumored to be haunted. Um, matter of fact, there has been a Netflix episode that has yeah. been aired uh, in regards to ghost, uh, ghost hunters. Ghost hunters. Ghost right. hunters, yeah, in this building. 
Uh, she laughed. She said, yes, this is Buffalo Trace, the spirits you do not want to drink in this world. <laughs> and, and by the way, a barrel is going to weigh somewhere in the vicinity, depending on how long it's been there, more or less 500 pounds. Right. So when she, she, we had just left the barrel building before we went into that uh, Rick house. And so she explained, empty, they're 110. Full five fifty. So depending right. on how it's aged and yeah. what the, the angel share is, yeah. So it, it, it's it's going to be heavy, right? So my immediate thought was, okay, that's fine, but that weighs five hundred pounds. It's not shaking. You know, did it did it roll? Did it creak? Did it do something? Okay, right. but We're they, said, to they said no. It was it. it was wobbling. You all did not see the wobbling. No, no, we did, we did not. But these ladies were definitely absolutely mm-hmm. disturbed yeah. by yeah. and they, they interrupted were. her in her speech. So then, so she explains the haunting, and then it, she explains why. Jamie, did you want to say that? That that this was Alfred Blanton's niece, niece that died mm-hmm. in the Rick House. Oh, wow. I didn't so know that. She said there has been many of a tour where a guest will say they saw a little girl running at the other end of the. The aisle. little girl has been seen multiple times. Yes, uh, she apparently likes to play games. Uh, if you believe in that sort of thing. Uh, one account that I've read was uh, they have these uh, motion sensor lights throughout several sections uh, of the of the distillery, and uh, people have reported hearing footsteps, and uh, they go to investigate. No one's there, but the light came on, and they were the only one in the building. And then uh, another light will go on in another room, and then another, and then it's almost like um, what they described it, as a child playing games of kind of hide and seek or yes. back and forth, that sort of thing. Had you known that story before, would you have gone into that? Uh, I don't think uh, I would have gone in there, that that's where especially, you know, as soon as I walked in having that eerie feeling and yeah. you can just imagine how distracted I got with the ladies. They were very adamant of what they were seeing. Yeah. Um, although we didn't see it, yeah. they were very adamant about it. And so I was, you know, distracted then um, and trying to listen still to our God who, you know, she gave us a little bit of that background about the hauntings, but then, you know, she didn't miss a beat on the tour of what she was, you know, her goal was in educating us. Um, and so. So you're a trained psychologist. I am. You're a school, psych- school psychologist. So w- did your professional brain kick in as you were evaluating what these ladies were saying that they thought they saw? Honestly, go ahead. I, <laughs> no, Chuck likes to be lied to. Please. <laughs> the bourbon's flow. I was we thinking, lie. well, you know, after she told us there was a Netflix and I was trying to rationalize it just to calm my own spirit down was, you know, well, maybe they've seen it and they're trying to, you know, be provocative, be provocative, stir something True. up on the group, that yeah. kind of thing. But I was still eyeing the barrel, like yeah. trying to see if. Yeah, you waiting know, to see it while we But to Brent's point, it's 4 p.m. in the afternoon. You're with mm-hmm. 20 people. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a little, little safety in numbers. Yeah. And we're maybe 50 feet from the exit, so. Uh, well, don't and get I me wrong. I can run a lot faster than Jamie, so I'm really <laughs> not concerned. I was ready to get out of there. Well, you know, you, you mentioned it was adjacent to Warehouse C, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another story about uh, a foreman who was uh, not feeling well, took a little nap, put his hat over his head laid down in, in warehouse C and he was awakened by a voice saying, um, get, get your crew out, get all the people out. Cause his crew was outside working on something, uh, 
next to the building. And he woke up and there was no one there. He put his hat back over his head and went back to sleep. And the voice called to him again, says, you have to get up now and get these people away from the building. And it scared the bejesus out of him. So he gets up, goes out, moves all of his workers. And then bricks fall off of the wall. The wall collapses oh, and wow. right where they were working. And it would have mm-hmm. reportedly killed several people wow. had that not happened. And he was convinced, or at least the marketing department has convinced people that it was uh, the ghost of, of Blanton, who was very concerned for his um, employees and their safety and that sort well, of thing. Well, so, Brant, our story doesn't stop there. Oh, it's, it's you're oh, still going. No, there's more. Keep going. Oh, so we're just getting one, started. Right. I like it. We're, so, we're, so we're still in the same spot. We're still on the, 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 the lower floor. And... Uh, and, and the guide says when she gets done telling us that, yes, it's, it's you know, rumored to be haunted. And, yes, uh, Alfred's niece was, uh, was killed here or she died here in this building. She then goes on to say, there's a reason if you guys weren't paying attention. I don't come into this building first. I always send a guest in first. <laughs> so that's why she chose someone else to go. And nice. then she followed. So uh, she, she was uh, – you can tell she has experienced it and has heard plenty of stories. However – then we were, she finished and we were, okay, now it's time to go around. Everybody turn around and let's you know, exit the same way we came in. Then another person on the tour says, whoa, I, I just, I just saw somebody, you know, looking at us through, through the aisle of barrels. And, you know, there's the wide aisle that we are in where you can walk through. And then there's the, you can see in between the rows of the barrels. And uh, she said, somebody was looking at us from the other side. It was kind of strange. Now, mind you, she was saying this, but only to the guide. Yes, we were we were kind of walking out and, and leaving, and it was we just yeah. happened to be close by. She wasn't trying mm-hmm. to get everybody. She wasn't trying to get anybody's attention. She mm-hmm. just mentioned it because she thought it was a little odd. And uh, so, at that point, when the guide turned and looked at her, I could tell that she had a different look on her face. The guide, mm-hmm. yeah, the Ray, guide. Now, Ray, uh, Ray was probably about five foot tall. Um, uh, I think she told us she was seventy years old, um, and. There's a reason, again, why she doesn't come into this building first. But she was very, she was taken aback. She said, that, no, there's, there's not anyone in the building. There's no movement in the building. Nobody's taking barrels in and out. Nobody's checking anything. That, that, that doesn't happen at this time of the day. Okay. She said, okay, well, there was a guy. So the guide says, describe who you saw. She said, um, it was a guy and he was wearing a suit. Uh-oh. Okay. Sounds like Blanton. Sounds like Blanton. <laughs> She said, um, anything else you could describe? Was he wearing a hat? She said, oh, yeah, he was. Described the hat. Oh, it was one of those old-timey kind of rounded-off hats. So the guy said, you just saw Alfred Blanton. This lady was teary. Oh, she was so shaken. She, she was shaken. She was, she was waving herself off. She really? was teary. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was disturbed. And... Uh, mm-hmm. Time to get out of the building. <laughs> Time, Time to, to go. go. Time to go. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, there's multiple tours at Buffalo yes, Trace. Yes. And one of those tours being the ghost tour, uh, which typically takes place in the fall, wintertime due to, you know, getting dark earlier in the evening. Uh, is that a trip? You Brian, guys you'd have a good time. time. You'd have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, we would not take that tour. Yeah, not after either. that experience. If it was spooky on 4 p.m. on a sunny day on a Friday, yeah. I don't know about going at night. Yeah, as uneasy as I felt in the Rick House and then those things happening, I have no desire to go back so the, for the, the haunted tour. No, the, the tour then, the, the next spot we went to was was, the, was going to be the last stop until we went to the tasting. And when we went into the building, it was the the, the Blanton House where they do the, the bottling and the packaging there. Oh, that's the coolest place on the it whole. It is, and it is. Absolutely. And if you had never been there, which we hadn't, it was just amazing to think. 
people was, people do was, stuff by hand still yeah, yeah. it was serious magic especially in your background being in manufacturing yeah, yeah it was amazing i thought well you know i'm guessing they're compensated for it but no the, the the team was getting after it but it was really cool to see that yeah. and that building is say 75 feet from the rick house that we were just talking about and so it's five minutes later and she's talking about how they did it some of their uh, activities the numbers who works there all these types of things uh, we 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 give applause to those that work because we appreciate their good fine work, and um, the lady who had mentioned seeing Alfred, she's still over there, yeah. fanning herself off. Mm-hmm. She's she's having a hard time with it. Wow! I tell you, man. Yeah. So, oh, go ahead, Chuck. Well, I was going to say so. If if, if you're uh, familiar with the, the Buffalo Trace uh, layout, there's there's the the, the gift shop, the, yes. the visitor center. And the Blanton Bottling House is right like there. kind of right next to that. that is. And right across the driveway, you all probably were in Rick House D. Okay. I, I believe that's the, the, the standard place where you, where you take yep. the tour. So this is a pretty compact area. And, and Mr. Blanton's house is maybe no more than 100 yards away. Oh, wow. It's interesting. So next we go back into like the gift shop yeah. area and to go up for our tasting which was my first time tasting yeah. bourbon. How did that go? Amazing. But as we were going in, our guide, of course, Greg and I were one of the first uh, with the guide up the stairs and into the tasting room. And so the guide stopped and was talking about um, the lady who had seen, she said he, she saw Alfred. Al- wow. Al- Albert? Albert, she saw Albert. And so um, then that that guy was like, oh, you know, so I could tell like there had been sightings maybe previously, but even that guy was like taken back a little. But definitely our God Ray was. Yes. So I have seen a video of a Buffalo Trace employee who I believe he was, he was a tour guide and I believe he was in Rick House D and he described uh, uh, he went in first and he's in one of those wider corridors kind of on the exterior of, of the building. And he looked down and he saw a figure, he saw a, a, a person um, and he's thinking, well, I, you know, there are people in here checking barrels. So he d- didn't give a lot of thought to it. But as he's just kind of casually watching, he sees the guy turn and, as he describes it, walked into the barrel. Well, he's not so sure about that. Uh, I think he heard uh, uh, one of his guests say something like, where did that guy go? As you mentioned, there's little corridors between the barrels where they go and and, and check to see if there's a, a barrel leaking. And this guy. Guide says he walked down there to take a look, and these corridors are pretty long and pretty narrow. And he peeked down there, and uh, there was no one there. And he said there was not enough time for that guy to have disappeared down that corridor. So uh, it, it was a little unusual. And he described this guy uh, wearing kind of a, a, a light color. I believe the word he used was like, like a dicky. I know there's a dicky brand of clothing that is kind of sort of semi work clothes now, but I'm going to say kind of like coveralls. Okay. Uh, and that's what he recalled seeing uh, sometime later, somewhere in the archives of Buffalo trace, there's a picture of Albert Blanton wearing these kind of hmm. beige coveralls. And the guide, as he tells the story says, 
that's what I saw. That's who I saw. Wow. Well, that's very cool. So, um, interesting experience. Now, I would uh, I would also not go to the haunted tour, uh, but I can't wait to go back and take a regular tour. Greg, you going to go back? Absolutely. I, I think uh, I'd like to see some of the other tours to see some of the other buildings that you know we didn't get to go in. So, yeah. did yeah. you get to see the the uh, the big tanks and the firmers and the we, we saw them from a distance, but we didn't go into those buildings. Yeah, uh, it's so much it's so much fun to go up right to those tanks and uh, and just smell and feel and you can almost taste the air. Uh, that's a that's a pretty good pretty good tour too. Um, I've told the story before that I had a retired chemical engineer give me the tour. Uh, so he and I connected from oh. the very beginning and we were talking, you know, uh, uh, physical and organic chemistry the whole time. And, and, um, I hope those other people that will go back one day and get, get a better tour, <laughs> but I loved it. It was right down, right down my alley. So Jamie, what do you think? You can go back and get another tour. Buffalo Absolutely. And you know, we did the tasting yeah. And I really loved Eagle Rare. Oh, yeah. Nice. Good stuff. Yeah. Now, did you try it neat? Did you like it neat or yes. on the rocks? Yes. It was neat. It was all oh, neat. okay. Everything was neat. Yes. Yeah, so we, we started with, uh, they make Wheatley Vodka. So we they, she started with Wheatley Vodka, and and, uh, and then we moved to Buffalo Trace. Mm-hmm. And as, as appropriate, she taught everybody how to do a tasting properly, which was put half of it in our mouth, swish it around, let it, let it open up everything, and then give it a minute and then, uh, do the next tasting. Yeah. And then the, the next was, uh, again, all neat was Eagle rare. And then after that we had bourbon cream. Yeah. Love it. And, they had, a, yeah. and they had a little root beer. So they had us taste the bourbon cream and then they had us mix in a little root beer and yeah. we enjoyed a little sweetness. Little, little Freddy's is always good. Yes. Yeah. Right. So th- this is, th- this is a freak show. I've been to a lot of distilleries. I've been on the ghost tour at Buffalo trace. I've, I've toured Buffalo Trace, I don't know, half dozen times or something with, with my wife or friends. Uh, I, I have to get reservations weeks in advance. You all just show up and there's an opening. I go on the ghost tour and all I see is a dark Rick house. You go on the ghost tour and there's barrels moving and Albert Blanton is inspecting barrels. They should have bought a lottery ticket that day. Yeah, exactly. uh, can I go on a tour with you yeah, guys? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Road trip. I'm in. Well, Buffalo Trace, what an amazing story. We love almost every spirit uh, at Buffalo just not, Trace. Just not just, I mean, we, I'm sure we love Albert and his niece, too, but uh, uh, I don't want to meet them anytime soon. So, um, fellas, anything else about uh, Buffalo Trace and tours? Uh, make reservations early unless you're going with the Rishes. That's right. And you just show up at any time. Thank you guys for being a part of today's show. We appreciate it. Come back anytime. We want to hear those kind of uh, fantastic stories. And uh, uh, we always love to have friends in the very hot uh, uh, turret as it is. So uh, with that being said, this is Distilled Bourbon Podcast. We ask you to please drink responsibly.